scaredy cats and kittens and welcome to the two scaredy cats podcast where we talk about all things strange unusual and paranormal we're your hostess with the mostess i'm stacy i'm kara so kara what did you do this week anything um i went to texas okay and how was that it was fine it was hot it was very hot and miserable on the first day Mm. like 105 or something crazy like that Ooh, yeah that is hot so we were there, we went to like a museum or whatever, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. What did you guys see while you were there? Anything cool? There was um a they had like a paleontology place with like dinosaurs and stuff. Oh, cool. So you could see like actual bones they excavated. Oh neat. And some other they had like a sports thing where you could like race like a T Rex and stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like a little I feel like Sam would uh, would totally be messing with that. <laughs> did you race any of them? Or no, I didn't. But uh, I Lucas and them were doing that. Uh, um, and then there was a thing where you had to like balance your food in and your exercise. <laughs> and the ones I picked were like pizza and like playing video games. Oh my god! I like it just happened to be the ones I picked up, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Of course you. Would. I was like, I really didn't mean to pick up those two in particular. Whoops. It's pretty funny. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a nice time. Yeah. Did you watch She-Hulk? Yeah. What did you think of it? I liked it. Thought it was interesting. I thought it was uh, interesting that they broke the third wall in the in the middle of it. A that fourth wall. Kind of... Fourth wall. Sorry. Yeah. I thought that was. <laughs> well, apparently Mario said that that's what she does in the comics, just like Deadpool. Really? I, she seems to be quick witted and funny. I like her. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm curious. I liked that they go. had her and Bruce hanging out though, and you know him showing her the ways and all that yeah i did think that was interesting at first i thought they were um symbiote oh not venom yeah at first when they first started out and we we went to like where she woke up remember and it was like on a tropical island i thought it was venom at first oh i didn't think that i totally forgot about that yeah because remember that end credit scene i, I know yeah so, i remember that yeah but anyway so if you haven't seen She-Hulk yet, you should totally check it out. Yeah, it's very good. At least yeah. the first episode. I'm curious where it'll go from there. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like it was just like a like a pr- prologue almost. Like a, this is what to, how she got her powers and everything right. for the first episode. Yeah. It I didn't really it. get into like the actual plot of the season, I feel like. Right. I feel like it was just to give us some background on her because nobody really... I mean, I'd never heard of her until uh, they talked about her at comic-con or whatever last year or whenever they were talking when they announced her yeah who was the girl she was fighting though do you guys did mario know who she was mario know who was i don't remember what he said her name was but he said that she they fight each other a lot in the comics oh okay but i don't remember what her name was (laughs) he did say but i can't remember Ah. oh did you see the wednesday adams tv I show that's coming out did i haven't watched it i don't know how i feel about it it's though. not out yet i know really i think it i think it looks really good i, I think i'm excited for it some characters in it that i'm i don't know i you know what i mean what? Like, i feel like gomez wasn't i just from the pictures i don't think gomez was typecast but did you well. watch the trailer yeah i thought she was really cool i like how they're giving her making her very dark and edgy i really like that a lot you're talking about oh like yeah. wednesday yeah i, I don't know i like it cool. yeah wednesday yeah yeah 
I liked. Oh no, I thought the trailer was cool, and I like how it's like a murder mystery kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Did you also see they're redoing the monsters too? By the way, really? Yeah, the monsters. <laughs> yes, and they're coming. They're coming to Netflix. I'm so excited. I love the monsters. I used to watch those when I was little. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, they were old episodes, obviously, but well, yeah, they were from back when Grandma and Grandpa were little. But it was a funny show. I always liked Harmon Munster. He was funny. He's a lovable big old oaf. Oh yeah, I also went to Bucky's, the gas station when oh, I was yeah. in Texas. So how was and how was your first time in there? It was it was very <laughs> weird. Like an attraction, like a tourist attraction. The the way that they would yeah, advertise I- it, and like they had like so much like touristy stuff in there, like. I mean, I thought it was really cool, and I liked it. And their food was pretty good, too. I had, like, a sandwich, like, a brisket sandwich yeah. or something, which is kind of cool. Huh. And then they had some, like, chips I got. And I got yeah. a pecan like bar. Saratoga. Yeah, like, Saratoga yeah. chips. And I got a pecan log. That's what they're called. Oh, uh, yeah? Hmm. I got some nuts. Yeah, it was it was an interesting. I got a t-shirt, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Only you would get a t-shirt. <laughs> they, had like a, they had, like, a really cool <laughs> Halloween shirt I almost got. Like oh, a, yeah? Why didn't you get it? Because I saw this other cool one. It was like a, mm. it said, go little rock star on it <laughs> with Bucky. Oh it was Aww. it was funny. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, if you think watching your brother play football is fun and watching the varsity. Oh, I didn't watch the varsity game, but dad and Sam went to it. And apparently it was against Coleraine High School. And apparently they had to mace the student section at the game what and um yes and sam's team was not allowed to leave the locker room for 45 minutes after the game because they were afraid they were going to get jumped what happened did they win or something yeah well yes they beat the snot out of them i mean they won big time but they no lie they had four different police districts there at the game because there were so many fights breaking out and stuff but it's mad they were winning or what the heck was going on no they were just lost their ever-living mind because earlier in the day there had been a um water main break and so they didn't have school that was supposed to be their first day of school was on that friday and um this actually this past friday and so they had to cancel school, the start of school, to to, de- to Monday. So I guess they all just lost their mind that they got an extra day off school. But they were, um, it was awful. Like Dad said, he was like worried when they were leaving. There was a cop car that followed them to their car because they were worried they were going to get jumped. What the heck? It's wild. Yeah, it was, I know, it like made the news. And I mean, I've never seen anything like this. And we were there last year. We played, when Sam played, he played uh, at cold rain and we didn't have any of these problems it was was nuts yeah yeah so that was a fun fun interesting uh weekend but other than that yeah that's all we did was we watched sam play football and that was about it not so exciting (laughs) yeah yeah all right so you ready i think yeah first this week what do you got for us uh well today we're gonna be talking about the house house castle h-o-u-s-k-a um, so it's a gothic castle located in north north of Prague in the Czech Republic. So rumor has it the castle was built over a gate to hell. Um, one of the unusual things about the castle is that all of the defenses are pointed inwards towards the courtyard area. As if it was built to keep something inside of the castle. Hmm. Just a little spooky. So the castle was originally built in the 13th century, century so it's like super old. And when the castle was built, there were no sources of water except rainwater. And they did not 
build a kitchen, and it was very far from all major trade routes. So it was very strange for it to be built in that location or like in that way. So like it was really, it really wasn't built to be like a place you would stay in, but it's huh. very strange. Interesting. Um, so the castle was actually occupied in 1945 during World War II by Nazis. They, Ooh. there was some rumors that they were doing like occult practices in the castle, Ooh. some experiments. Yeah. And some oh, believe they were, good. yeah, some believe they were securing the 13,000 manuscript library of the SS leader, Henrik Himmler, who was oh, obsessed wait, that's with that the doctor. cult. Yes. yes that's that crazy but he doctor. was apparently, there were, there were some rumors that he would go there for their um, dark ceremonies. Okay, wait, there were, you know what? What? Sorry, I, I just have to interrupt just for a second because this is crazy. So I was, I don't know how I got on this thread, but I found, was looking up some stuff for today and I came across the movie Centipede, right? They were talking about that and it was actually based off real stuff that happened during World War II when, uh, with Hitler in Germany and this doctor you're talking about. Oh, really? That's kind of crazy. Yes. Yes. Henry, like his, so his name sounded yes. very familiar when I read about him. Yeah, he was doing weird experiments on people, and he tried yeah. to do the human centipede. So, sorry, go ahead. You said so. Locals started reporting that they were they were seeing strange lights and horrifying sounds coming from the castle during this time. Oh my god! Yeah, I can wonder why. Yeah, like I said, there's there's so there's speculation that top Nazi officials and Himmler himself would attend these dark, spooky ceremonies at the castle, which is a little scary. Um, yeah, really. He was also worried that his, like. Like, I told you how they were, he was trying to hide his manuscript. He didn't want his manuscript of all of his studies and research to um, be lost during the war. So hmm. they think that that might have been hidden there, but who knows? Who knows? The castle is actually open today for tours. So, like, it was at least... So I think in 1990 is when it was retaken back over by the Czech Republic to, like, be reopened for, like, tours. So right. the legend around the castle is that the chapel inside was built over a large hole and they dubbed it the gateway to hell. The hole was so deep you could not see the bottom and there were foul-smelling odors coming from the hole. Oh, it's probably from all the dead bodies they dumped down there from his failed probably. experiments. <laughs> um, the hole is actually so deep you cannot see the, the bottom of it. And there That's were scary. <laughs> this is good. This gets scary. There were reports that animal-human hybrids had crawled out of the pit and there were some oh. flying creatures that would fly around nearby also. Oh my gosh, that's scary. Yeah. So during the initial building of the castle, prisoners would be offered pardon for their crimes if they agreed to be lowered into the hole and report back what they saw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, okay, sign me yeah, up. Yeah, sign me up. Do that. Lower me into the pit. <laughs> that sounds right? terrifying. Oh my god. That is, yeah, what in the world? Who comes up with these ideas? That's so, nuts. The first guy lowered into the pit started screaming immediately. And when they pulled oh, him back good. up, he looked to have aged 30 years and his hair had turned oh, white. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> right? And then they Oof. they didn't, obviously none of the gar the prisoners agreed to do it because after they saw what happened to him, they were like, oh, we're not doing that. Right. That guy. Right. Yeah, really. <laughs> that like that guy was basically crazy as soon as he got out. Like he was crazy, he was freaked out, hysterical. 
He probably lost his mind down there. Yeah, literally. And he was only there for like a few seconds. Like they literally lowered yeah, him down insane. a little bit and he freaked out. I mean, he wasn't even all the way down to the yeah. bottom apparently. No. And he went like, like he I just mean, got lowered a little bit and then. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Makes you wonder what would happen if you make it all the way down. Good God. Yeah, this place is very spooky. So mm. there have been some mentions of scratching underneath the floor of the chapel because the chapel is Ooh. built directly over top of the pole. Oh, okay. It was. I nice. think it was built as a way because, like you know, it was a gate to hell. So, like, let's bring this little chapel so we can have church ceremonies in it uh, to try and keep. Nice. They thought like the statues and stuff would keep the demons the or evil whatever. Evil, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that didn't work out so well, huh? So there are also reports of ghosts around the castle. There was a bullfrog slash human creature. What? A headless horse. <laughs> Oh my and gosh. there's like reports of an old woman ghost. Okay. <laughs> and there's I want to talk s- about the frog creature person. Right, the frog human, the bullfrog <laughs> yes. human. It sounds really yes. weird. I was like, what? It the does hell? sound really they weird. They also said they have remains of one of the beasts that escaped the pit, which I'm like, okay, let me Ooh. see that. Um, yeah, I want to see a picture of that. So some of the other history of it, this is like kind of the they can't really prove this thing, but it's kind of like the folklore part. In 1639, mm-hmm. a Swedish mercenary, Oronto, occupied the castle. Oronto would dabble in black magic, and he was trying to create oh, an elixir for eternal life. So he was holding some black magic experiments. Hey, it sounds like the one, the one, I, the castle. Remember that one castle that I covered where they were? He was doing black uh, yeah. experiments and trying to get yeah, similar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Interesting. I like how all these castles in other countries They all do the same freaking weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ronto actually got assassinated by two local hunters. Because all the locals were kind of freaked out by what he was doing in the castle. So no, I can, he just, yeah, I you can know, imagine. Got murdered. So located, yeah, located right. inside of the chapel, there are some very strange fresco paintings. Like a lot of bizarre. One of them depicts uh, a human woman and the lower part of her is a horse. Basically oh, a centaur. Okay. So a centaur. Okay. Yeah. But the centaur is using its left hand to shoot an arrow, which is a big no-no in the church because using your left hand symbolizes uh, symbolizes Satan. What? Yeah, uh, apparently that's a thing. I've never heard this. If what? you're left-handed, you've got the de- the devil in you. Oh, I've never heard that ever. That sounds crazy. I'm just telling you what I saw, what I read. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe back in the... Uh, what, wait, what time period was this? It was like ba- built 19 the- something. Or no, way, way, like... way, way before then. It was like oh, way, way. I told you the thirteenth okay. century. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense then. I but it was very meant, like, strange now. to have these kind of symbols in a pagan, like pagan symbols in a church. Right. No, it was I got like you. a church, like a all Christian the... chapel. It's weird. Right. They would. Yeah. Ha- oh, so I believe I can't remember. It was one of the saints is actually like it's his chapel or whatever. I can't remember which one though, but it's one of the saints. Oh, really? There's like a huh. statue of him in the or him or her. I can't remember if it's Mary. I don't remember, but there is some saint <laughs> worship going on. Okay. Well, anyways, that's the uh, castle. That place sounds spooky. I really the yeah. place sounds so creepy. Like, why did they build it like that or in such a that's weird what place? Saying it has some really strange stuff. So and do the we whole know Nazi who thing? Painted? Yeah, that is because it's it's really close to the border. Of like the German oh, border. Oh, that explains a lot. So they could zip across the border and do their experiments and not get caught. Well, I mean, they Let's took it over during on. World War Two because remember World War Two like invaded places. Right. Yeah. I believe that's one of the places they invaded and they took over the Check, castle. Yes. They but it's did. a weird castle mm-hmm. that they would take over because of the location. Remember, it's not by any good trade routes. 
and it doesn't have good well, coverage either. Like maybe that's the, why they liked it because it was way off the beaten path and they could get away with crazy they shit. They do some there. crazy experiments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Animal, human experiments, weird stuff. Stuff of know. nightmares. All right. Well, um today I am going to be talking about the little red man of Salem, North Carolina. So our story takes place about 200 years ago in a town called Moorav Moravian, and it was in Salem, uh, North Carolina, not Salem, Massachusetts. Anyway, there was a gentleman by the name of Andreas Krenzer, who was born in Pennsylvania on March 7th, 1753. So as a teenager, he traveled to North Carolina and he apprenticed with a shoemaker. So while he was in North Carolina apprenticing as a shoemaker, he got to be um, pretty good at his skill. And three years later, he decided to move to Salem and live in what they call the Single Brothers House. Now, he was part of a group of uh, Morovians, and they had this uh, special, separate, kind of like little town there, kind of like Quakers, sort of, if that makes any sense. They separated the women from the men. So if you were a single unmarried person, then you would live in the single brother's house. And if you were a single unmarried woman, you would live in the single sister's house. So he um, lived in the single brother's house while he was there. And this house uh, is part of the community. And they would, all the single men there would eat there. They would sleep there. They um, would do some of their labors there. Like if he was a shoemaker, he would build shoes while he was there. And they also had meetings and they held religious ceremonies all in the same building. So it had a lot of different activities and stuff going on inside of this building. So Kremser worked in the building as a shoemaker, like I said, but he was a mischievous person and he often got himself in lots of trouble. He was a trickster, so he'd like to play jokes on people, and a lot of times he got himself into trouble. So in an effort to keep him busy, the elders, and to keep him out of trouble, the elders um, had him also start cleaning chimneys as one of his duties. Because of his small stature, they felt that he could get into the chimneys really easily and was able to clean them uh, better than, say, like a normal-sized person. He went on, and he was doing this but while he was doing that one night he slipped away and he stole a head of cabbage from a uh, farmer that lived nearby their little village and he got in a lot of trouble for that so he ended up uh being on kitchen duty for uh, a little bit of time and he got in trouble in the kitchen being you know play doing a bad joke on somebody and he just kept bouncing around to all these different jobs because they were trying to um keep him busy so finally, in 1786, they were digging um, a cellar for an addition onto the brothers, the single brothers' house, and they chose Kremser as one of the men to help fulfill this. So the men were told when they started on this project not to kneel down on their knees because they warned them that if they were kneeling down on their knees and the tunnel that they were digging or the room that they were digging was to collapse in on them, that they could be killed or they could be buried alive. Well, Crimster, because he was the way he was, decided he wasn't going to abide by these rules and he was just going to stand up. Now, everybody else kneeled down like they were told to do. So on March 25th, as the men were digging the cellar, the ground began to crumble and shake, and everybody ran to safety except for Kremser and another man. 
Both men were pulled out alive, but Kremser was digging on his knees and was completely covered by the earth. So basically he got smothered and his lungs and everything were crushed. He ended up dying at 2 a.m. the the following morning on March 26th. So sometime after his death, mysterious sightings and sounds started happening in the building where he died in, which was the um, brothers' uh, building. And some people claim, some of the men claim that they could hear tapping like a shoemaker taking his little hammer and tapping, you know, building shoes. Um, They also claimed that they saw a small man wearing a red hat and jacket running around the building and they'll see that and they said they could see him in various rooms now the interesting thing is that when he died he had on a red hat and a red jacket so they say that uh, like i said he was not only did he die wearing this red cap and jacket but he was also very short so when you hear these stories they all talk about the short little red man that they see running around Many years later, the brother's house stopped housing men and it became a home for widowed women. Um, and despite this change from men to women, uh, the little red man still remained and he would still come out and haunt people. Or he wanted, he was a trickster, so he'd come out and um, communicate with people, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the most popular stories about him is about a young girl by the name of Bet- Betsy who was um, at this new home for the widows visiting her grandma. And um, while she was there during her stay, she was playing out in the hall, and she said she told her grandma that she saw a little red um, man in the hall, and he was, like, beckoning her with his finger to, you know, come here. So she ran, and she told her grandma this, and her grandma was like, ooh, okay. So apparently he was still haunting the um, house even after it changed hands and the ladies were living there now Um, it says the little red man continued to be seen by people of all ages so it wasn't just certain ages or certain sexes that he would come to visit until about 1950 Uh, during 1950 the local legend says he disappeared now the story is that around this time there was a traveling minister that came to visit the little village there and stopped in to the the widow's house or whatever it was being called at the time. While he was there, he was convinced that he could help the spirit go to rest, you know, or go to the light. So he walked into the building and started invoking the Holy Trinity. And he said, little red man, go to rest. And they say that ever since the clergyman was in there and did this, that it stopped for a very long time. Now, people say that this building's still around. You can take tours of it. Some people say that you can still hear um, him banging on his little hammer, making his shoes. And some people claim that they can still see the little red man in the single brother's house. Yeah, the little red man. (laughs) So, that is all I have for today. Um, I thought it was interesting, though, that um, when I was searching about the little red man, that um, Napoleon, um, who everybody might remember from history, was a French guy who tried to take over all these, you know, gaining a lot of land for France and all that. But he also had a little red guy that would talk to him, grant him wishes and that. And that's how he was able, suppose, now this is all folklore. 
Yeah, no, this is, I mean, this is all folklore, but this is what they said, that he was visited by a red man that would give him these ideas and would grant him these wishes and help him gain all this territory. Now, it's also said that this little red man hangs out in the French court and that he visited with King Henry II and his wife. He also visited with other kings and French kings and queens over the years. And he would offer them, you know, like, they would have like a good reign if they listened to him. But they say, they say with Napoleon, he got a little bit greedy with what he wanted and he was making all these deals. And in the end it ended up costing him and he got thrown in jail and all that good stuff. But yeah. So our little red friends, not the only little red man out there. Apparently there's also another one hanging over in France. So I thought that was interesting that there was more than one little red man, but yeah, that's all I have for today. Yeah. So the moral of the story is don't hang out with little red men and don't visit creepy castles in the Czech Republic, right? Castles. (laughs) With pits. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. With a hole to hell. Well, if you enjoyed our podcast today, follow us on Instagram at Two Scaredy Cats Podcast. And please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show get discovered. And tune in in two weeks for a new episode And to all our scaredy cats and kittens out there, remember, curiosity didn't kill these two scaredy cats.